Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You sure are. And I would happen to be JR. I'm coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Super producer and host Dave Shepard is joining you and us live from New York City. And I'm just glad that you're here. You could be here in Atlanta with me. You could be in California. You could be you could be in the Midwest. You could be overseas. I don't know where you're at, but, you know, thank you for listening. Let's just, how about that? You can always tune in on the free Odyssey app. You can tune in on your local CBS Sports Radio affiliate. Sirius XM Channel 158 and everybody locked in on a smart speaker. How about this? I'm only going to be here for one more hour. It sucks, right? I know it does. I get started at 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific every single weeknight. That means Monday through Friday, which also means that this is the last night that I'm going to be here until Monday night. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger said, I'll be back. Don't worry about it. And all, but in, in the meantime, if you miss me, by the way, I'll be broadcasting tomorrow in New York City on WFAN following the New York Yankees game, where I'm sure, based on the New York Yankees' current record, the New York Yankees' current performance, that the Yankees are more than likely to get smacked around by the Boston Red Sox. And the last time I looked... Tonight, the Yankees lost again. What else is new? The Red Sox smacked them up the final score, 8-3. to There's only but so much the Yankees suck, the Yankees stink that I can take. Like, what are you supposed to do? Yankee fans complaining all over the place. Anyway, uh, we've had a busy night. I told you we'll get into James Harden and his complaining behind. Uh, Shohei Otani hits a grand slam, grand slam tonight. Lionel Messi says that soccer is growing here. 
in the United States of America. Sam Howell named starting quarterback for the Washington Commanders. Congratulations to him. And, you know, I got to put this in here. And not to be negative, but I guess this is a positive for him. Marcus Mariota. Yeah, what, what does he have to do with anything? Well, Marcus Mariota, this man hasn't even played a regular season game yet with Philadelphia, the Eagles. And the fans are already two through with Marcus Mariota. Last night, Thursday night, Cleveland, Philadelphia, they played to a 18-18 tie And Marcus Mariota was annihilated for turning the ball over, not completing passes, and he's the backup. We know he ain't playing over, well, we sure as hell ain't playing over Jalen Hurts, not given the amount of money that he's going to make, but he's competing for a backup spot. And Eagles fans, many of them on social media, I guess that would translate into quote-unquote real life, don't appreciate him either way. And so we are actually, and this is what I'm saying about preseason. I talked about this earlier in the show. Like, I could care less about preseason. But it is so nuts that even Marcus Mariota is, is like having to defend himself and, and stay alive. He talked about his own performance after stinking a joint up, and this is what he said. Sloppy. Um, and I can do a better job of getting our guys operating cleaner and more efficiently. Um, but that's what preseason's for, being able to kind of get some of that stuff ironed out, um, clean off some of the rust, and uh, we'll find ways to get better. Okay. Well, what did Nick Sirianni have to say about this man moving into another year? Tonight, yeah, obviously not up to his standard. Um, and, you know, but it's about us finding what works for him, and that's just us learning him. And, and uh, you know, and, and so that's us working together to, to figure that out. That man don't give a damn about him. Sorry, I'm just, I'm just saying. If you Did you hear what he said? He said a whole lot of nothing. He's like, did you ask me about Jalen Hurts? Okay, really don't care. I hope I don't ever have to see Marcus Mariota on a football field. Let me know if something happens to Jalen Hurts. Ain't nobody think about Marcus Mariota. You know, and, and so that's us working together to, to figure that out. Oh. Oh, man, what does he sound like at home with his family? I, I think he has a family, right? I don't know. Figure that out. Yeah, you got to figure things out. What families do. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. You, you got to figure things out. George is calling from Miami. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, George? What's up, JR? Are we trying this again? I put my windows up. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate you considering the fact that you're on a, a national radio show. Go ahead. Yeah, my bad, my bad. It's okay. Listen, it's JR, okay. I, I, I'm talking AF, AFC East uh, football specifically. I want to hear your thoughts on on my Miami Dolphins, and I know that the division is stacked. I know what's happened in in New York. Um, by the way, I'm I'm not buying all the Aaron Rodgers hype. Uh, I don't believe that he's who he was. But that said, uh, what are your thoughts on the AFC, specifically on the Miami Dolphins? Well, it boils down, similar to most teams, to the quarterback as far as I'm concerned. I I look at Tua Tonga-Valoa, and I wonder if he's going to make it through an entire season. 
I I know he has bulked up. I know he has muscle, but I also know this is someone who has contemplated retirement. Uh, I I I don't know, man. The Dolphins will only go as far as Tua goes, and I know about their issues in the secondary. I mean, now you got Xavier and Howard. I don't know if you've heard some of the the nasty rumors that have been put out about him. Uh, that, that, that is sure to have a potential effect on him as the season gets started. Uh, Ramsey obviously out with his injury, not expecting to see him until probably December. It's, it's not cut and dry for the Dolphins. So, yes, the AFC East is going to be competitive as it typically is. Uh, Buffalo Bills, you might say that they are the team that, that even maybe the Jets or the Dolphins would have to knock off. And then we know you have New England there. And it doesn't matter how bad they are or who's running the team. Like, Bill Belichick isn't going to have them out there being unprepared. So it's Tua Tonga-Valoa, man. I know people will try to look at the defense and and look at the weapons that they have, but it's Tua. And if Tua is not out there playing, then the Dolphins will just be a complete waste of time as far as I'm concerned. Well, I got to tell you, Jr. that that I believe that um, what what you what maybe the you know mainstream isn't seeing is that the Dolphins' defense is going to be uh, for real. I, I I hear what you're talking about, Xavier, but Ramsey will be back, and and they got a couple of guys, Kohu in particular, in the defensive backfield that um, that really played up last year. And um, and I just want to put it out there that I, I believe that the Dolphins this year are going to surprise a lot of people. So uh, like, you said, like you said, Tua, Tua really bulked up. Uh, he actually, there was a, a report about him bench pressing 225 pounds 56 times, which is outrageous. And um, so, but and wait, I believe wait, well, well, George, let's let's get to brass tacks here. I don't care how much Tua Tonga-Valoa can go out there and bench press. If his head hits the turf, he is more susceptible to being out longer term than some of the other quarterbacks in the league because of his recent history. That just is without saying. And so when you talk about the Dolphins surprising teams or surprising people, if I got to look at every team in the NFL, I'm not zeroing in on the Dolphins. Any fan can look at their team and go, hey, they're really going to surprise people. Me personally speaking, for someone who keeps up more or less with all of the teams, do I know everything about every team? No, nobody does. But I have a general understanding. I'm looking at the teams that are at the top, 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 top. And so when you're telling me the Miami Dolphins are going to surprise people and do what? Yeah, well, what I got to say about that is uh, uh, that I, I just believe that with uh, Vic Fangio in the defense this year, they're they're going to be a, a totally different defensive team, and that uh, that offense is faster than anybody in the league. Yeah, we and know right. that. Yes, Tyreek Hill and Waddle, but uh, surprise! Don't it's tell not, me it's about not just, it's not Hold just on, them. I'm no, I'm trying to I'm trying to hurry up here. I'm not asking you about the intricacies of the team. Just give me the summation. The Dolphins are going to surprise people and do what? I'm going to tell you, they're going to win the East. Listen, they're going to win the East. Okay, then that's – 
Okay. And, and, and that's and that is obviously like everybody in the world knows is subject to Tua staying on the field, and I get it, but I believe that he will. And Tua okay. is a winner. Tua is going to be a lot smarter this year. And and what 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 I believe is that the Dolphins are going to surprise people because defensively they're going to be much 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 improved. And, okay. and that's what I, what what I believe. Now now I wanted to hear what your thoughts were in well, general on the. East. I think I think I think it's going to be between the Buffalo Bills and and the Jets and or the Dolphins. So. If the Miami Dolphins end up number one, then God bless them. They jumped over two other teams. Uh, But I I have no – listen, I don't got no crystal ball here. I would say more often than not, I I don't see no reason as to why I would say I think two is going to stay healthy. Why? Because he can bench press? Like, what's that got to do with his brain? Well, well, no, what it has to do with is, is, is getting yourself physically stronger to take the hits that all quarterbacks take in, in, in the NFL. Right. He, he, definitely, he definitely was suspect last year to, and, and unfortunately probably had things mishandled, and that's why I think they're going to have the microscope on him this year and probably be, be erring on the side of caution when it comes to when he does uh, that... even look like he's having a situation. So that's going to work against us. But all I'm saying is that he worked in the offseason – and we we all know ready. that, George, George, George. We, we, all, we all know that. And I certainly hope, look, I don't know if Tua is going to be out there all season long. You don't know if he's going to be out there all season. Nobody knows no. if he's going to be out there all season long. I can only You're judge right. by what has taken place and, and, and even the facts. Okay, yes, he got knocked silly multiple times last year. Tua Tonga-Valoa uh, talked openly about – considering and in, in, in thinking about retirement in the offseason. And, okay, now he's bigger. Is being bigger going to help him out in regards to protecting himself and avoiding head injuries? Yes, slightly, but we don't know. We got to see. So he can go out there and play all 17 games, or he can get knocked out, or it could be, I don't know, another hip injury or knee injury. We have no idea. And that's the beauty of, of seeing what happens. So let's stay tuned, okay? I appreciate you, Jr. Enjoy your show. You as well. Thank you, George, for calling from Miami. And he talks about the offense being fast. Yeah, we know about Waddle. We know about Tyreek Hill. And Tyreek Hill, by the way, oh, my God. He shared something which I don't believe is the only studying habit or tactic by an NFL player. Tyreek Hill sat in front of the media yesterday and said, listen, I study the opposition by playing Madden. Yes, by playing a video game. Listen to what he said about studying opposing defensive backs. So I feel like Madden has a good tell of how good players are. So I just play Madden the night before, and I go look at all their ratings. So... Let's say, for instance, they had Steve Nelson and Derek Stingley over there, two phenomenal players, by the way. Um, I just go get on Madden. I go to the EA rosters, then I scroll down and see what their awareness is, their speed is, and they sprint, and that's how I get a good tail on them. Could you imagine if a quarterback said that? Could you imagine if a quarterback – and fine, it's Tyreek Hill. He's like, ah, man, I'm trying to get 2,000 yards receiving this year. Could you imagine 
if a quarterback said, I prepare for the opposition by playing Madden. (laughs) Uh, uh, Maybe Tua says that. Maybe they sit down and they play Madden together and figure out how they're going to work the offense uh, in in the coming week. But I mentioned to you Tua talking about retirement. You don't have to take my word for it. This is what Tua had to say. Yeah, I I think I I considered it, um, you know, for for a time, um, having sat down with my family, um, having sat down with my wife, and having those kind of kind of conversations, but uh, really, it it would be hard for me to 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 walk away from from this game with with how old I am, with I mean, with my my son. I I always dreamed of growing, you know, playing as long as I could to where my son knew exactly what, you know, he was watching his his dad do. And um yeah, I mean, it it's it's my health, it's my body, it, you know, and I I feel like this is what's best for me and 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 my family. So, I mean, I I love the game of football. You know? And so now he has muscles, so everything will be fine with his brain. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Russell, he's calling from Boise, Idaho. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Russell? Hey, JR. This is Russell, first-time caller. Thank you. What's on your mind? Hey, I was just wondering, do you think the offense is going to be up for really protecting their new quarterback with the Jets scenario? Do you think they're really up for the real battle? Uh, I mean, I, I don't have that answer. I can't predict the future. I know that their their offensive line is in flux right now, that they don't have uh, set players, and that Aaron Rodgers, of course, he wants to be protected. I do know that more recently, publicly, he has kind of downplayed uh, the offensive line and that they've said they have time to go ahead and get things together. This is This is going to be new, whatever it is. We know Makai Becton, uh, anyone familiar with him, I believe coming out of Louisville, Makai Becton has dealt with leg and knee injuries. And so is he going to be the starting left tackle? Who knows? You have Dwayne Brown for the New York Jets. Uh, He's basically elderly, close to the senior citizens' home when it comes down to NFL uh, offensive linemen. Elijah Vera Tucker is extremely solid. They drafted him recently, but he's been dealing with injury. And like right. most offensive lines, it's not just exclusive to the New York Jets. They they got to take time to gel, and they're battling for positions. So uh, it, it's tough. Yes, is it, is it a concern for the New York Jets? Absolutely. Uh, but I, I think people are, are pointing it out, but also not acknowledging the fact that, yes, it's a concern right now, but they might actually work. It might actually work. So – I, I'm I'm reserving judgment on it, okay? Yeah, I got you on that. You know, the other thing is uh, with Tua, the conversation we were having about him and uh, protecting, you know, him as far as uh, head injury and everything goes. And, uh, okay, I heard your last caller and everything. I just was wondering, do you think that um, what are you – in his workout that he's been doing, learning you know, like Taekwondo, all the other arts of how to fall, how to move, you know, I think that will possibly give him a little bit more of an edge. But still, you're right. Anything really comes down to a head impact, 
it's the worst thing that can ever happen. Yeah, I'm uh, sure everything he's doing is is for his betterment. It, the the more you can diversify what you're doing, it's no different than us seeing offensive linemen or defensive tackles and linemen picking up boxing so they could better understand footwork and hand hand movement, etc. It uh, it's it's all for benefit. So I'm not going to look at anything that two has done and find it to be a detriment. And, and that's all good and well until he gets hit. And so we have to see. Hey, thank you so much for calling from Boise, Russell. You be well, okay? Thanks, JR. It's the first time caller, and thank you for taking my call. Certainly. Eric is calling from Texas. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hey, JR. How you doing tonight? Good, man. What's up? Hey, I just, before I make a comment, I, I was thinking about uh, soccer and how popular it is. Yeah. If you, I was just thinking about uh, Hollywood. They, anytime they portray somebody guarding something, like in the movie Taken with Liam Neeson, them, them people in a different country are guarding the hostages and they're watching soccer, and that's how they're distracted. <laughs> And the hostage gets saved, and then like Fast and Furious, these cops are guarding the biggest safe of all time inside the police station, and they're watching soccer, and that's how they get distracted. So like, yeah, Hollywood portrays it just like you call it. Uh yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not. I'm telling you, not from Hollywood perspective, but just it's real life, man. People love football outside of America. It's facts. Yeah. Yeah, but with the whole James Harden thing. Um, I think it's gonna the sport's gonna lose popularity because like James Harden is doing the same thing as Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. They've already signed a contract, and then at the last second they're trying to make more money. And they're, I mean, it, I know it's Amori's fault too on this one, but I think eventually the greediness and the players having this this power is is gonna like maybe let soccer pass it in popularity. I mean, that might be five years down the road. But what you think oh. about that? Uh no 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 not at all I I disagree no? with I disagree with a lot of what you just said. First, okay. I would not put James Harden in the category of of Kevin Durant when it comes to uh, being upset or or whining and crying about your contract. Uh, Durant hasn't done that. He's been criticized over what he decided to do or what teams he decided to join in free agency. He certainly had a trade request. More than a year ago with Brooklyn, he had to start the season with Brooklyn. They trade him towards the end of the season at the deadline. We've seen all of that. But what James Harden has ultimately done over the past several years in his career is just be a flat-out quitter. Uh, He has thrown his teammates under the bus publicly. He has thrown a coach under the bus publicly. He has deceived the media publicly in the public. Uh, about whether or not, oh, I want to stay or leave here. And, oh, I wanted to, to go to Philadelphia in the first place. And, and now he's upset at Daryl Morey. Like, he's looking at everybody except for himself in the mirror. I've heard him criticize just about everybody. But what James Harden has yet to publicly do is criticize himself to the same extent that he has destroyed teammates and coaches, etc. And so I think he is like the worst of the worst. When it comes to teammates, and I wouldn't put anybody in the same category as Harden. Now, when it comes down to the popularity of the game, yes, there is a massive concern. Look, the the NBA is a star-driven league. You put five guys on the court, there aren't nine other dudes out there with you. There aren't 11 other guys. You know, you don't have 11 and 11, 22. This is not the NFL. It's basketball. 
one player is really going to be the driver for a particular team. And if you're that star, you're going to have it. And so, yes, I, I know soccer is growing here in the United States of America, but I don't see it in, in any way, shape, or form jumping over the NBA uh, that, that soon. But, yeah, there, there is a concern when it comes down to players having power. But you know what? For all the money that they generate, they, they got their split. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Speaking of Harden, I'll allow you to hear from him on the other side of the break. I'll get some more of your calls here on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Just want to convince you, man, kind of what the other caller said. Patience of a thing. And, uh, man, I just respect you so much how, how professional you are. And, uh, man, just, you know, mature. You know, I mean, you didn't attack, but yet you, you took the high ground. You know, you stayed professional and, and stayed being a, a good man. So I just commend you on that. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. Right before we went to break, a caller had asked about James Harden and talked about the uh, spoiled NBA players and turning people off from the game. And I I certainly understand it. Uh, But the, the game of basketball is just growing all over the world. And a lot of these storylines, for uh, for some, it might just make you turn off the game. But the storylines are actually keep people interested. Look, what happens with James Harden, all of his whining and complaining? What still happens with Damian Lillard? We know that the regular season now starts on October 24th. That's more than two months away. But there's still so much talk around the league. They're they're playing uh, the FIBA World Championships right now. It's there's a lot going on, and so having mentioned James Harden, I do need to mention this. Yes, earlier this week in China, James Harden at an Adidas event said he will never ever play again for an organization that is run by Daryl Morey, which happens to be the 76ers right now. He's back in the United States of America. This week, God bless him, James Harden is having uh, a give back, back to school, sending backpacks, etc., and food and meals to, to people who need it. Good on him for that. But then when it comes to basketball, he's just still a complete jerk. We know he spoke to Channel 11 in Houston about his event this weekend and but more importantly the general public wanted to know how he feels about his relationship with Daryl Morey and the Sixers and you can hear from the reporter and his response James Harden is done listen I've been patient all summer so uh, for me it's just uh, focus on what I can control and that's uh, you know working out staying in shape and uh, getting ready for a good season too late to repair the relationship uh, I think so oh thanks James wiggle room Wiggle room. I think so. What for him to stay there? Yeah, he said I think so. Oh man, I don't. I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, wiggle room? No. The only wiggle room would be if he feels that they really don't move him, or there's no place for him to go to. He don't want to be there, man. 
And I'm sure that at this point in time, they don't want him. But Daryl Morey is just going to say, all right, well, what's my other option? None. I I, I got to keep him. Well, that's how well and good they are. But to your point, what is James's other options at this point? Who wants this guy in year 15 looking like he's in year 25? Nobody. So they're that's stuck with each other. That's why he had to opt into his contract. <laughs> right. That's why it's like, yo, why are you complaining, dude? Like, you're going you gonna to be mad at Dow Morey. Did, I, I'm not so sure. And it may be – I don't think this is the case. And it's been reported that the NBA is, is, is might investigate what allegedly Dow Morey lied to him about. The other teams are asking the league to look into it. And it's like, well, we, we know James Harden is not the same player. Is he still an all-star caliber player? He is 20 and 10. Yeah, sure, fine. He's not MVP anymore. Is he worth the trouble at his age? And so, yeah, there's a reason why he opted into his contract. Bruh, you could have opted out. Who wants you? Nobody. Nobody. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Daniel's calling from Chicago. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hey, friend. How are hey, you? how you doing? I'm doing good. Good. What's I up? Need to, yeah, I just need to let you know that uh, I miss you. You miss me? What do you What do you mean? Yeah, because uh, you, you, I don't see you on Friday last week. And uh, David Shepard, you know, took care of the business. Oh, well, last okay. week. Hold on a second. Shep, was I here last Friday? Not last Friday. All the other four days. And then obviously you did Mackie and Pearl off on Wednesday. I don't know okay, what I yeah. was doing. But, hey, Daniel, right. I don't know what I was doing last Friday. I, I, I guess yeah. I wasn't here. But I'm back. Yeah. Okay? Two days. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you're back now. Oh, damn, okay. I'm glad you're back now. Just let you know that uh, I'm still on Chicago BX. So we, we're making a lot of strides, okay? And we're going to make it all the way to, we're going to win the champ, we're going to win the division. Then when we win the division, then we're going to go all the way to the Super Bowl, okay? The Chicago Bears. Yep. Okay, I mean, this ain't the first time you told me this, so I'm, I'm no longer surprised, but I, I'll go with it. Okay. I just want to trying to remind you, I'm still on my, I'm still on it. I'm still on Chicago Bears. Oh no! I don't need a of... remind. I don't need a reminder. You telling me? I, I remembered from the first time. So good luck to him. Okay. Okay. I mean, you you what you you just driving around for your Uber right now? Yeah, I'm, like I told you, Friday night is always good. All right. Well, get the money. I, I stay away from drunk people. Okay. Okay, I will. Okay. Thank you, thank you, Daniel, for calling from Chicago. Hey, tonight's the night for all the drunk people uh, to hop in Ubers. It's Friday night. That's what people do. They eat, they drink, they go out, they want to call an Uber. It's probably better than them driving, so I'll take that. Shout-outs to all the, the Uber drivers, the Lyft drivers, the, the everything-in-between drivers. Just shout-outs to everybody moving something except for weight. It's the JR Sport Reef Show on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to get some more of your calls before it is time for us to roll out. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio.
You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. God bless, wish you well, and all the best, JR, because you really are my favorite sports DJ on the air. Call in now at 855 212 4 CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. It's been a busy week, it's been a busy night. It's the closer, Young Mariano. Look, we, we talked about Jadavion Clowney. We've talked about Messi, talking about the growth of soccer and football here in the States. We talked about Marcus Mariota not getting love from the, the folks up in, in Philadelphia already just to be a backup. Uh, Sam Howell named the starter already for Washington. Congratulations to him and Anthony Richardson getting this news this week. And so it's, it's been a busy night. So I'm going to hop on the phone, 855-212-4CBS, before I, I roll out. Robbie is calling from Jacksonville. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Robbie? What's up, JR? How you doing tonight, man? Very well, man. What's on your mind? Man, so first off, I'm a little I'm a little distraught, man. Like, a homeboy from a while back, can't remember his name, not putting some respect on David Shepard's name? Can't, that's just not acceptable. Um, but uh, just want to let Shep know, um, I do believe that probably any cricket player who is very well-known might be more relevant than LeBron James internationally. Uh, well, I don't know about cricket, but I understand your point, yes. Um, also, I saw something. I don't even think Messi started learning English until, like, 2021. He understands something, but he doesn't speak it. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, he still shops at Publix like all we do, so, hey. Um, and then the reason I called you, I um, listened to your podcast uh, yesterday um, from Agents of Inclusion about um, the torch run. And uh, I was heavily involved with Special Olympics in West Tennessee in Henry County when I was an undergrad. And we did a, a torch run with the police department there. And, you know, just awesome, man. Just keep doing that. Love it. Um, and then last thing. Uh, so, okay, I've never been to the new Brave Stadium. I want to take uh, my dad truest, for a game. I'm going. Park. Yes. yes. So I've, I've never been. If I'm going, where would be the best place I would want to sit? Oh, man. You, where, you ask me Dude, where I'm, you would want to sit. I don't know. I am, I am nomadic. I go to where the food is, which is typically in a suite, so you can't ask me. Yeah. Well, if it was just me, I'd be going to where, like, the bar is more than likely. But well, there is. My dad, there, I want you know. There is a, a place, I, and, and I'm going to get an email if I if I say it wrong, but I think there's a place, it's called the Chop House in Wright Field. It is a full-on okay. restaurant. The food is amazing. They have uh, some very unique food options. It's in Wright Field. It's, it's called yes, the sir. Chop House. It's in almost the entrance of the entire stadium. Yes, sir. Appreciate that. All right, JR, um, you guys have a good night. Appreciate you letting me come on. No problem. Thank you, Robbie, for calling from Jacksonville. Yeah, Chop House, man, look. I, I sound like a jerk. Every every year, and a lot of teams do this, the Braves say, hey, come on out before the season. Come see what we're going to do different. What's new? And they have different food options. And one of these food options is not just one, but there's a lot of them. It's just like, hey, here's a, here's a chicken and waffle, and here's a different burger with different sauce. And, yeah, so sh- if you come in here to Atlanta and you want to go see the Braves beat up on, I don't know, like the Yankees, yeah, go sit in a chop house. Get some food. There's, there's plenty of food options. And the ballpark actually sits in a commercial area, which is, is restaurants and, and other little 
not little, but restaurants and bars that exist right outside of the stadium gates. There's a hotel kind of in the area, right across from the entrance. So this is like the new wave of ballparks. Teams are no longer trying to just throw up a ballpark in an urban area and say, oh, there's our stadium, there's our arena. They want to build and own everything else that's around it. Let's throw up some apartments. Let's uh, put some food options here. Let's put a casino. People, they're in the business of making money, so I certainly understand it. And thank you so much for showing love uh, to Agents of Inclusion, our, our podcast all about diversity and inclusion and just talking about how sports can bring people together. So I appreciate you taking the time uh, to listen to that. Hey, Shep, what, what, what you got going on for the weekend, man? What you doing? Me, JR, you know, for me, um, the biggest thing is just hosting here. That's that's what I look forward to the most. I probably hang out with my girlfriend a little bit, you know, t- just make sure that um, her needs are fulfilled. And, uh, yeah, that's that's what I got going on this weekend. How about you, my friend? I know you're hosting tomorrow. There's not, I know there's nothing to talk about in terms of New York baseball. Well, the Yankees suck, right? <laughs> yeah. That's the uh, last time I checked. They suck. So. You know, Jr. We we were we were talking about that off air, and I feel like a lot of people believe. And, and I know you're going to say this a lot for tomorrow, but I am curious from a from a a guy who covers this team week in and week out. Brian, tell me if I'm wrong. Brian Cashman inherited a team from Gene Michael, and so those early World Series championships belong a lot more so to Gene than they do Brian. And if you look at his draft record and prospects and all that, we're talking one World Series. In the last 20 years, who does he know? What kind of notes does he have in terms of the Yankee brass that has allowed him with such a Darth record with the highest payroll every single year to stay as their general manager for the last 20 years, given their uh, lack of success, considering these are the New York Yankees? Well, it's it's comfort and familiarity. That's that's on one hand. But then also to look at Brian Cashman and just talk about the dude like, you know, he's complete crap is is not fair. Of course, the Yankees have these expectations of World Series, and if it's not a World Series, their fans certainly uh, look at the season as just being complete crap. Well, look, they, they have run into a better team, and that, that better team over the past several years has been the, the Astros. They have actually jumped over the Yankees if you want to talk about short-term success, how many victories and going to the playoffs and winning the World Series. The Yankees can't be sitting at the top of the, the, the mountain forever. And so, so many fans are still just stuck in a time warp and infatuated with what took place in, in the late 90s and early 2000s that they can't they can't look at what the Yankees have still been and it's a team that wins 90 plus to 100 games. And sure, yes, now they're below 500. They really suck. But look, I, I wouldn't point the finger at Brian Cashman. I point the finger more so at the owner. And it's not George Steinbrenner because God rest his soul, he ain't here anymore. Uh, but his son, Hal, is is a little bit more of a of, – of cons- he's conservative. That's the best thing I could call him. And so instead of just throwing money and money and money and money – you know, at free agents, Manny Machado and Bryce Harper, the Yankees have just been reserved. It's like, okay, well, we'll give Garrett Cole a giant contract and, and give a giant contract here to Judge and sure. and give LeMayhew. So it, they, they don't spend the same type of way. That's what it boils down to, I believe. And I think Cashman is just 
kind of doing what the bosses said, and they're comfortable with him. That's that's fair, and it's, it's funny because Garrett Cole is the only stable piece to that organization at this point. I mean, Judge, we know he's great. We know he doesn't get the protection around him, and so his his numbers as a result have declined a, to a large degree to this season. But the injury plague Darren Judge narrative is a real thing. And you also look at what the Yankees have done, JR. They're the second highest payroll in baseball. We know the team higher than that also plays in New York, but they've punted on the season. And so for the Yankees to have the second highest payroll in all of baseball and to be the 18th best team in the majors, they're out of it already at this point. Somebody is going to have to be on the chopping block. It's just, it's just that's like, this is not acceptable. And I feel like if you listen to Boone, if you listen to Judge, they're all, well, we know we're trying hard. We know we're giving, you know, maximum effort and it's going to turn around. JR, at some point, you got to say, look, this isn't good enough and there needs to be accountability from top to bottom. And I don't get that sense at all with the winningest franchise in the history of North American professional sports. They've become a laughingstock. Yeah, well, that, that starts at the top. Fair. Uh, yeah, you can always point out a scapegoat. And so it might be Aaron Boone. Who who, who is he the best manager then? Probably not. Uh, it, people will look at Brian Cashman, and he ain't going anywhere. And, and the, the person who has the most responsibility to bear here is the owner, Hal. And we know he ain't going anywhere. And neither is his sister. And, and you know, that the family is not going anywhere. And so, I, I, unfortunately, I feel like Yankee fans are in an echo chamber. Fire Cashman, fire boom. Fire Cashman, fire boom. Fire Cashman, fire boom. You might as well scream from the top of a mountain just, hey, fire Steinbrenner, but he's not going anywhere. And so, yeah, the team and the roster is poorly constructed, and the chickens have come home in the roost. The Yankees have been a team of, of superstars. This is not a Yankees team of superstars. Nope. <laughs> and w- when they've had a chance to go out and bring in superstars, they don't offer them contracts, okay? It's, uh, it's mismatched. So everybody has some, some share to take up. The players do, playing below expectations. Cashman does for constructing the team. And management does as well for for deciding not to plug in some of these massive holes. It doesn't just start or stop with, well, Shohei Otani didn't want to come to the East Coast. So uh, the, the biggest culprit, I don't think, is Cashman or Boone. It's the ownership. And they ain't going anywhere. Man, I'd blame the players before I blame Boone. These guys suck. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Thank you to everybody who's tuned in all week long. And like I said, I'm waiting on the NFL regular season. But despite that, I'll be back with you Monday, 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific. Tomorrow, if you want to hear me, I'll be up in New York talking to all the Yankees fans following their make their game tomorrow against the Red Sox. So I'll be on the fan and back here at CBS on Monday. Thank you so much to Chef and everybody tuned in. Don't move here on CBS Sports Radio because Ryan Hickey, he's up next. He's awesome. Thank you, Chef. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.